it's Hello. Halloween, baby win. Happy Halloween, it's little Halloween, bird. It's Halloween, baby shark. We don't have a costume for you, unfortunately. No. I'm sure that you would be fine without your costume. You don't really want a costume. So oh, yesterday, <laughs> you were reminding me of some of our costumes in the past. Yes. Okay. So Jeff and I have dressed up as couples well, costumes. It was It was in Michigan. Because there was a thing called the Tour of Terror. Tour of Terror. Was essentially East Lansing, Michigan. A bar or, no, it was Lansing, Michigan, not East Lansing. Yes. Where you could walk between different bars and everyone was in costumes. Okay, there you go, buddy. See, we are usually on the couch and he has no problem. Yeah. He just sits in the middle. So we were Yoko Ono and John Lennon one year. Mm hmm. <laughs> We were penguins as part of a group of penguins just oh my gosh, navigating so downtown Lansing. That was a helpful one because it got really busy we and were wearing you could find snuggies. each other really well. So if you've also seen me wear one. my polar bear Snuggie that I got gifted from Jerry and David, it was like that, but we were all penguins. Um, we were Violet and Dash. Violet and Dash from The Incredibles and Katniss and Peeta from The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. Yeah. We recently rewatched. The yeah, we Hunger got it. Games. Okay, so we watched the first one. We need to move on to the second one. Yeah. I love The Hunger Games as a series. Yeah, we were. Favorites. We hadn't watched it or read it in a really long time, and we were like thinking about well, it was on storytelling and how, we, you know, different so I, stories I that the, we enjoy. I saw the little uh, face of Katniss Everdeen, and I was like, okay, we must watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I quote uh, Effie fire. all the time. May the odds be ever in your favor. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, Halloween's awesome. Halloween. Oh, my gosh. Everyone should check out Wicked Makers. Wicked Makers are friends. A couple of our friends from Bad Plans who do tons of amazing Halloween They do stuff. DIY projects that are super spooky, super elaborate, um, and fun to watch Like the process of yeah, you know, on YouTube being, being made. Yep, yep, yep. Otherwise, I think we should get into it. And okay, see okay. what's what. All right, one's ready. one's ready. Turn to page one hundred forty-five. Mayhem at the Ministry. Mm. Today's lesson is called "Fraud at the Daily Prophet." <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has an alt title for this. I don't know if you Fake want news. to reveal it eventually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the chapter begins with a hurried exit from the Quidditch World Cup. Mrs. Weasley is relieved when they get back to the borough, brandishing a daily profit with terrible scenes and an article written by Rita Skeeter that includes rumors of several dead people. Mr. Weasley declares he needs to work overtime to help with the situation, and Percy joins him. The rest of the kids prep for Hogwarts, play a little Quidditch. Harry tells Ron and Hermione about his Voldemort dream and that he has sent a letter to Sirius. They count down the days as Mr. Weasley and Percy burn the midnight oil, and Hedwig still hasn't returned. Oh, they have to pack dress robes. What are those? Yeah. Uh, we also watched Goblet of Fire last, last night. night. <laughs> so there's, this is fresh We're on in our mind. recovery mode post uh, Oh, my streaming. God. I can't. Oh, I thought you were going to say post Cedric's death. I well... <laughs> Rip, oh, man, that it just makes me so as sad. As soon as he jumps down time, from the tree, rip. like I know. <laughs> every time I mention Cedric, even like with Wizards Unite or anything, I'm just like, oh, Cedric, I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought of where we were going with or where well, I was just, going. Just we with had the, watched the movie. 
Yeah, yeah. It was fun to watch the movie and then oh, be in I remember. that book. We've done that for pretty much every book. I think Rita Skeeter would be like the first person oh to gosh, enter Lenny. the bad place. Rita Skeeter would found the bad place. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you, Winnie! You've don't give up microphone. your privilege Stop. of sitting on Lynette's Stop. lap. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's a lot happening in this chat. It's short, but it's like there's a lot of um, what are people's reactions? We've talked a lot about people's reactions to or like in the wizarding world when something happens, and so here mm. is an example of an event happening and then people reacting. So you have Rita yeah. trying to, I don't know, do what she does best, make up rumors to make money this is off the of people. first we've been I know, introduced to i know her. yeah i forgot that this was the way that we're introduced to her because in yeah. the movie it's the she's Tri-Wizard interviewing the champions, champions yes. yeah and uh, harry potter but this is 12. really interesting because it's we we meet her through text form mm-hmm. which is really interesting where she's writing this article and freaking out mrs weasley bill yeah. Like, remember she wrote about me? I forgot how a long haired, yes. whatever. And Molly's like, well, I could just, you know. No, mom. <laughs> Poor Molly, though. Also, so Molly was like distraught, yeah. which because she felt so bad. You know, it, there was a, you know, a line in here I wrote with. Um, so in How I Met Your Mother, this kind of is a, a whole episode of last words. Mm. And so actually what's funny is that when I was watching Goblet of Fire yesterday, because I don't quite remember how the the maze thing, how all of that with the port key back to when Cedric dies. I don't remember how that plays out in, in the, the book. book? Yeah, mm. um, which we'll get to later on. Yeah. But what I was thinking about with the movie is, you know, knowing that it's coming and um, Amos is like with Cedric outside in the movie. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, this is the last moment that you're going to be with your your son. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. And it was funny because this also played out in this chapter. That in the movie, Amos's acting around Cedric dying is probably the best it's so, dead oh body reveal. Yeah. It always that I've ever, stabs that I me remember. in the heart yeah. every time I hear it. His well, shouting is like, it's really good. It's okay. that, and then it's the the fanfare music. All of that next to each other is... <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't listen to it. It's not happy. It's not a happy... Well, yes, okay. But yeah, that's all That's all in the movie. All but, to come, yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Molly being feeling bad for thinking like, oh, what right. if something happened to you? And this is like we know Molly has she does a lot like that is also demonstrated again in this chapter. Every time we see her, she's doing like 50 things or caring for everyone, making sure all of the items on the to do list are checked and everyone's prepared and whatever. Uh, but this also reveals like there's a big uh, sense of anxiety that Molly carries around with her because, I mean, she has many children that she loves very dearly and yeah. stuff is becoming more dangerous. Yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, I think that's what makes me why I, the thing that stands out to me is Rita, mm. right? It's the Molly and Rita interaction essentially where Mm -hmm. she Rita intentionally stokes this 
Yeah. Because who is it? That, I mean, it's Bill. You're right. That that says like, well, she would have just said like, yeah, they didn't say anything, which was ominous. Or there something was, a, there like was that. always yeah. going to be something that she would have said that would have caused. That to me is like what fraud looks like mm-hmm. where you have this predetermined narrative and then whatever comes out, you just plug it in. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, I'm going to stoke fear. Yeah. What is what is the most money I can make by capitalizing on people's fears? Yeah. Whatever whatever the situation is, right. it doesn't matter. I wonder if the clock had them in mortal peril. We also got I don't think we saw the clock before, right? I don't I can't yeah. remember because it's hard I to tell know. when I, I was trying to make sense of like, you know how how she does it where she reminds you of something you've already seen before. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell if it was a reminder or if it was uh, you know, this is the clock and this is what it looks like. Do you think like, she made that clock? Molly? Yeah. I don't know. What I keep thinking about with that clock in particular is that there are there might be many forms of the trace of like how would you how do you keep track of mm. how do you track people in the wizarding world? What kind of she magic took a blood sample from them so that it would keep working? <laughs> or maybe Arthur because Arthur is like fascinated, yeah, and Arthur works at the ministry, so maybe he I knows. Think they something use about... mechanical clocks, so I don't think it's necessarily that they wouldn't. Well, but it's somebody clearly would have magic. to use the magic to make right. a trait, something like a trace, to track family members, to, or to, or to even know like what does it mean to be in mortal peril? How do you? <laughs> it would be have to be something very like connected to the person or the people. So yeah, maybe maybe something. Well, later on, we do get Dumbledore is even like loves that thing, Mm. because he's like, "Oh, that great clock of hers." I think Mm -hmm. it's book six because Dumbledore apparates Harry straight to the burrow, and then but then leaves. He doesn't Mm -hmm. go with him, and he says something like, "Oh, she probably already knows that." Oh, wait, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Now I can't remember when it is, but Dumbledore comments on the on the clock. Oh my gosh. Which uh, then also kind of stands out because we also find out that Dumbledore invents a couple of things, mm-hmm. one thing in particular as like a magical invention and he probably like enjoys this magical invention. That's what it was the first time it ever occurred to me that Molly may have made it. I always assumed it got passed down and maybe the hands change or something like that. Mm, but, like in the Weasley family yeah. or in, yeah. I forget her name, Pruitt? Pruitt. Is that her, her, right. her maiden name? Nice. Wow. Um, that one. Yeah. Uh, so Molly does yeah. everything for everyone yes. in the meantime because we still had- She we gets have the to, dress robes. Ron doesn't even know. We have to go to school. So yeah. uh, she goes to Diagon Alley, gets everyone's stuff, goes to the Gringotts vault and somehow is able to get Harry Potter's money out of his vault, but we're going to yes. just- be fine with that okay yeah yeah and then also the uh washing the socks which i was like oh little little herald but the the book that hermione already starts reading is the standard book of spells grade or year four yeah and what i was thinking about is like obviously we see the standard book of spells over and over each year there has to be i don't know if we've talked about this before there has to be a curriculum committee or some sort of standardizing board yes. that like determines these are the spells non standard spells that we do or maybe they there once was and they just said this is what it is and Common never looked core at it curriculum again curriculum for uh, witches and wizards these are the standard spells for year 4 yeah <laughs> that stuck out and then i also really find it endearing that Ginny is fixing the book mm-hmm. out in 
just like out by the fireplace. Like she's just fixing the book. There's something like there was something that was very evocative to me. I could it, I could imagine it in my head. She's mm-hmm. talking, but she's focused on this, and she's like, just mm-hmm. part of her life is to make sure that this thing can survive, and it's been used by six yeah. other people at least. Well, there were little details throughout that reminded us of like the Weasleys, also because um, the quote I wrote is related to money, and. Uh, So there's like the fixing of the book. There is Ron. I don't know if this was related to it or not, or if it's just like, oh, there's a hole in his Chudley Cannon's like little thing on his bed. And then, of course, the dress robes, which Ron is very distressed about. And Harry, well, because the thing is, is that Molly is purchasing new stuff basically for the people who aren't her kids and also like managing the hand-me-downs which were already gonna be a thing like ron has always had the hand-me-downs because i mean he is the second youngest Ginny is the youngest but so ron gets all the hand-me-downs especially from the boys yep and uh so so yeah so Ginny probably even gets new stuff because she's the only girl about what is that no my quote is about uh when the moment with the robes happens and Ron is like, well, Harry's is whatever. I would rather have that. And she, Molly is like, says like, I have to do hand-me-downs and looks flushed. And it says, Harry looked away. He would willingly have uh, <laughs> split all the money in his Gringotts vault with the Weasleys, but he knew they would never take yeah. it. And I was just yeah. like. <laughs> it's really sweet. It made me think of the Fred and George thing that will happen mm. at the end of this book. They were funny in that moment because yeah. they basically took oh, back. The, if the Hogwarts Express crashed yeah. tomorrow, this was the last thing you ever Even said to Mrs. us. Even Mrs. Weasley laughed. I know, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you just got a good joke. Yeah. Yep, yeah, because the chapter ends on that theme as well because Pig is choking or whatever and Ron's like, why does everything I own yes. like, yeah. touch crap or whatever mm-hmm. he says? Well, that is absolutely foreshadowing. Not... It's yeah, a little but, more subtle than in the movie where it's like in the movie. Like, he, yeah, the, the the smoldering like look of disdain where I'm just like, oh, this is a little too too much. But um, it, we don't get these scenes in the movie. So like you, you don't see well, that. This, build here up. it's a building. It yeah, really yeah, yeah. is building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you think about it, this has also been a recurring thing throughout books one through three, but not as like. It doesn't seem that Ron has been bothered by it until like it, it just keeps coming up. But Ron just is kind of he doesn't say anything about it until now. He's starting to be a little irritated by it or to enough to vocalize it even in front of Harry. He might he might think this, but he's vocalizing it now. Well, let's be clear. We know one of the triggers of this is anytime they run into Lucius Malfoy, he yes. always comments on this to the whole family. and. And and Ron's dad, and I think Ron really likes his dad. Yeah, and like would that would hurt even more, and it yeah. smolders. Well, if you think about it, also, we've talked about Percy a lot. It's interesting. I wasn't expecting to talk about Percy a lot throughout <laughs> these episodes, <laughs> but Percy takes it a different way of yes. this. You know, his reaction because he's also all of them are part of this. They they know that this is. Or I'm sure they also get comments not just from Lucius or overhear things or whatever. They know that people say things about their family or think mm-hmm. things about them. And so Percy's thing is like, well, I'm going to 
I'm going to change that by being different or I don't, I don't know. Like Percy has his different reaction to it. But yeah, especially Ron, Ron to me, and we see this in even in the moments with Draco, Ron is the person that wants to defend and stand up for himself, his family, his friends, and all of that. Like he's 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 like the hot-headed one that lunges at Malfoy and or you know anything like that because yeah. he knows that it's you know it's, it's not okay. <laughs> you bullies. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, it's really it, it's a really compelling part of the story because of how differently the the kids seem to react, react mm-hmm. to similar circumstance and it's yeah it's really interesting because percy's i would describe percy as like he, his whole mindset is in spite yeah in spite of yes yep mm-hmm. so he's like in spite of being poor and not having parents who like yeah were um incredibly ambitious or however he views it mm-hmm. i'm gonna go do all this stuff and probably in his heart of hearts wants to be a minister for magic yeah and i think ron right now his attitude is very much like because of so he he's very much like oh because we're poor like i get made fun of and mm-hmm. i'm looked down on or like i live in harry's shadow and all that and it'll come out that way of like fame and glory yeah. and wanting he kind of wants some of the same things as percy because mm-hmm. we know from his look in the mirror in the I, first I was book. about to bring that up like here i mean sorry ron not just um because he's friends with harry but because like i said he's the second youngest so he has this sort of like he's trying to live up to something he has Several, several older brothers who have done things, regardless of like how, like it, they're all different things, but he is searching for his thing to mm-hmm. be like, okay, mom and dad or whoever are going to see me as my own person, not just like another Weasley, another kid with right. red hair. And then on top of that, now you're Harry Potter's best friend, Harry Potter, the chosen one. And so again, th- after three full years, uh, it's... Probably. I'm a huge fan of the consistency, right? Because if you think mm-hmm. about like Percy from the day we meet him is all about influence and authority. Oh, yeah. And so he wants to build influence in a way like of being a very powerful wizard mm-hmm. politically. Ron, when we meet him, wants to be famous. Yeah. No, no, he wants notoriety. Yeah. And so he sees himself as head boy and the Quidditch captain, and he's holding the trophy. He is the one who fanboys over Crumb the yeah, most. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, the head boy thing, like, Percy, Percy's, like, motivation for that is different than Ron's motivation for yes. that, even though it's, like, the same tangible thing or, th- like, title thing. But the Ron way wants that to be they- seen. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Percy wants power. <laughs> Percy wants to separate. He wants to rise above. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, yeah, the Weasley family is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The dynamics, the whole story. I mean, Fred and George, always my favorite. <laughs> Basically, Fred, George, then Ginny, then Ron for me. In yeah, terms we of don't like, really get to interact that much with Bill and Charlie. No, it's enjoyable reading this book, though, because they're mm-hmm. around for these chapters, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Because they're not always, they're not always there. Obviously, yeah, yeah. When do we meet each of them? I think we meet. This is when we met Bill and Charlie, right? Yeah, we've only heard about them 
because uh, they weren't in Hogwarts. And so Charlie, we didn't even see him with the dragon thing. It was this book. Where it was this one. Harry's like, oh, he's cool. I think, Charlie is I all- think uh, Harry might have like seen the picture. That was like the first like visual seeing mm. of them. But meeting them, I think this oh, was yeah, this is for sure the, the first time he met Bill. But right. in terms of Charlie, I think it's also the first time he met Charlie as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we're waiting on Sirius. Waiting on the response. Harry's first inkling of what if he's been caught. And I think it's Ron or Hermione is just like, well, if he got caught, they would write about it on the front page. <laughs> Come on, Harry. <laughs> think like these reporter business people over he here. Winnie. He was just eating breakfast. Yeah. He's back for hugs and kisses. <laughs> that was fun, though. So I think we're about to go to... Hogwarts. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Ten chapters. I know we in, laughed in right? the movie. You said something like It was yeah. Oh, that was nine chapters of the book. Well, it was just like scene, 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 scene. Oh, Quidditch World Cup, but we're not gonna watch it. So. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, it's just it just starts and <laughs> yeah. ends. Yeah. Yep. All right. Until That's next why I like time. The books. <laughs> Wands, Wands ready. ready.